0: Tim anticipated being out of breath. <laughs> so needed a breather. To take off here. Um, uh, for communion time, I'm going to give a little bit of reflection on uh, what God's been encouraging me this week, and I'm going to then read some of the scripture and give you a time uh, before we partake together to reflect as well on uh, the season that you're in, uh, what's going on. Communion gives us an opportunity. Um, We do it every week here. It gives us an opportunity to pause, to recognize God's place in our life, to recognize Jesus' role in giving us uh, a new life. We sang about how we are given peace because Jesus has set us free. And so for a lot of us, I'm a teacher. So for me, September is starting a new season of uh, preparing, things like that. So for me, uh, a lot of September getting ready is things that are things I don't know things that are uncertain. You might be able to relate to that. Um, there's uh, this uncertainty of what's gonna be happening in our classes, with my students, and a lot of September is changes for other people, whether their parents having kids go to school, whether they're transitioning from summer to fall, and this the season is coming upon a lot of us. So in this time of, of change, uh, God's really speaking to me about how these anxieties that are coming on me, these thoughts, these worries, are really revealing whether or not I'm trusting God to be God, whether or not I'm trusting in the truths, that we worship God today, we send lots of wonderful truths. Tim will preach for this morning as well on truth. But during a week, thoughts can come, or situations can come, and those situations, can or our hearts can start to rely on ourselves, or start to look around us at our peers. So for me, a lot of the things that come up in getting ready to get ready for school are things around uh, uncertainty. But God's truth says he knows the future. Uh, as well, uh, there's a lot, that idea of like, what if they don't like me? Whether you're a student and you're going to school, whether you're, uh, uh, you're, you're a parent and your kid's going to school, whether it's I'm a teacher and I'm walking into a classroom, it's, it's how do I decide whether I'm doing a good job or not? And that comes, I try to look at my peers and try to use them to give me my approval that's not what God calls us to do. He calls us, if we have those anxious thoughts about our peers, uh, He calls us to rely on Him. He says, you are to, um, to live before an audience of one, and He's the one. The, this is the, the truth that needs to be applied in each of the situations and as, as those anxieties come. I also tend to want to perfect things. I tend to want to make things perfect, and maybe you can relate to that. And that means, who's in control? Me. But God doesn't want me to be in control. He wants me, he's offered me, and we've, we've, we, we know from his word, he wants us to lay our lives down and to trust him. Today we're talking about, saying about peace. And we can't have peace if we're relying on ourselves, if we're looking around at our peers uh, to, to give us that approval. And so, as we, I'm going to read a little bit of scripture, maybe there's other anxieties in your heart. Maybe there's things about provision. God, will you provide this week? Will you provide in this season? And can we trust God with that? Uh, Maybe there's things around fear. Maybe there's something coming up that is outside of our control. Well, everything is really outside of our control because everything is in God's hands. So in this time of reflection, um, whatever it is that God speaks to your heart, make sure that you're giving it up to God and saying, God, in this time, I want to go into this week. Having done uh, this time of reflection, time of taking um, communion, Prepared to trust you with the things that are going to come. With the, the, the anxieties that are going to come. I want to put you first. The verse that I'm going to read comes from Psalm 139. And it's a beautiful chapter of Psalms. And a lot of you might know the parts here where it says, like, You have formed my innermost parts. You wove me together in my mother's womb. I give thanks for you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. Those are beautiful truths. But sometimes things in in our life, situations, anxieties, things like that come on, can distract Mm -hmm. us or stop us from being able to hear those truths. And so, um, this is, um, at the end of that chapter, at the end of Psalm 139, David writes this. He says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts. He wanted God to see to, to actually kind of flesh out what was going on in his heart. He says, see that there will be no hurtful way in me. And I, when I read that hurtful way, I think of, what is it that's stealing my peace that we think about? It. What is it that's that I'm trusting in that's not God, that I'm looking to that's not God for his approval, that steals that peace? See that there will be no painful, no peace-stealing way in me. And instead... Lead me in the way everlasting. I'm going to read from the communion kind of chapter, which is in 1 Corinthians 11. And this, this communion, this offering that Jesus did to first his disciples at the Last Supper, and us every day, every moment, and that we remember every Sunday, this idea of a new covenant is God's way of saying, come into this way, this way everlasting. If we don't trust God with our anxieties, with the things that are coming on us in these times of change, these things steal our life. They steal our peace. And what what God does through Jesus Christ right here, and reminds us every time when we come together, is that He offers us, through His body broken, through His blood spilled, a way everlasting, the only way. So I'm going to read that. First Corinthians 11. And this is Paul speaking here. I received from the Lord, and I'm delivering it to you, that the Lord Jesus, in the night in which he was betrayed, took the bread, and he gave thanks. He broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So today we're remembering. And in the same way, he took the cup and and said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this, and as often as you drink of it, remember me. So we are going to remember the way everlasting that he's offered us. And as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. And therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in a worthy manner shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But a man must examine himself. So we are going to get a time to reflect and examine ourselves. And in doing so, we get to eat of the bread and drink of the cup. I'm going to give a moment here for you guys in your own hearts and to to think about what's going on and then I will close in prayer and we'll partake together. Dear my Father, thank you for sending your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you that in the midst of this world, the thoughts and the anxieties, the pains that are in our hearts, God, you sent a Savior. You sent the very best you had to offer, God. You sent your Son. And as we get to participate in communion and to remember the body that's broken, the blood that was spilled, we get to partake and say, I'm putting my trust in in God, who is Lord of all, Lord of all these things that come uh, into my heart, my mind this week, we just ask that uh, even as we go and we are going through this week, that Your truth would continue to well uh, in our hearts. God. We are grateful, God, for uh, the way that You have saved us out of our own hurtful way, our own um, anxiety-filled way, God, and exchange that for Your way everlasting. We pray that You would. Uh, just bless this time, God, as we get to participate in communion. In the name of Jesus Christ, your Son, to all the glory belongs to Him. Amen.